0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Childhood Remastered. This is the podcast where we look back on the cartoons of yesteryear, the cartoons of our youth, and see if they're still worth a damn. Or not. Or not, which is usually the case. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm Chris. And today we are going to continue our discussion about Pokemon.
1: original series from the 90s uh the the first season actually the first
0: uh couple episodes we're on episode three now episode three it's called ash catches a pokemon if you haven't listened to the uh first part of this series i would recommend you go back and check it out but yeah this is episode three ash catches a pokemon so this episode starts off
1: kind of the way that most of the rest of the episodes in the rest of the show really are going to start off which is uh, a narrator lead-in And then it jumps right into whatever was going on At the end of the lead-in Yeah, they're, they're so. basically
0: direct they're, they're direct sequels It's 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 not episodic, it's a direct arc So yeah. whatever happened in the last episode Is usually where the, fr- the next episode picks up
1: Yeah, so it starts off with e- Ash actually catching a Caterpie, yeah. and he gloats like a motherfucker. Yeah,
0: he catches like a level, level five Caterpie, and this this is this is after he completely fucked up catching the Pidgey earlier. The Pidgey got away and was like, and a Rattata and the Rattata. So he catches the Caterpie, which is probably one of the weakest Pokemon you can catch. And yeah, he does a happy dance like nobody's business.
1: Yeah, and Misty hates bugs. It's
0: so she's such we, a girl. She's we were, such a stereotypical girl.
1: Yeah, well, she's such a stereotypical girl. Within the time period and the culture, so Sean and I were talking about this in the car uh, coming back from dinner with uh, Sean's uh, girlfriend to talk about like how Misty is, you know, she's scared of bugs and she's kind of wimpy, and it's another one of those examples of like a really weak female character. And she uses this line where she says that she is quote so bugged out, uh, um, cheese cheese yeah. to the max, cheese cheese cheese. So so.
0: Misty hates bugs But Caterpie immediately takes a shine to Misty Caterpie loves Misty Wants nothing more than to be Misty's friend To crawl around on her and be close to her But Misty's having none of it
1: Isn't that always the case though Like when you have a pet that's uh, You know you have a cat And then the, the one friend who's allergic to cats uh, Your cat loves the shit out of it I was about
0: you know? to say aren't we all Caterpie at some point
1: you know, you know we just we have love to, that girl and that and then girl's like, to... "Oh,
0: you disgust me and you're like, that's hurtful. I don't really need that. And then and then we bury ourselves deep down
1: in our blanket of sadness and emerge from our cocoon, a happy butterfly.
0: <laughs> Either that or
1: we kill ourselves.
0: Yeah, well, you know that too. Um... <laughs> so, so the reason that the reason that Misty is hanging around with Ash is because Ash destroyed her bike. Or Pikachu, I guess, rather, destroyed her bike in when he was doing the Thundershock. The bike got destroyed, and Misty is following him around because she expects Ash to either buy her a new bike or pay her for the old bike. Or well, whatever. And yeah. so she's
1: pissed off, but Caterpie loves her, and now she's freaking out. And she says that she only hates three things, and that's carrots, peppers, like bell peppers, and bugs. And uh, so Ash basically says, Well, screw you. And then he He's leaves like, her. I
0: love carrots and peppers and, and bugs. bugs. So
1: f off. And yeah. so he leaves her in the dust, and she basically follows him because she still wants the money for a bike. Yeah. Um, and so they, they, they're traveling along through the forest, and they decide to sleep outside
0: because well, uh, they're camping. They don't have a tent or anything. They're like, yeah, they're in Because, the
1: again, you know, in the world of Pokemon, parents just send their kids out into the wilderness at 10 years old yeah, with but, no supplies. Yeah,
0: just to remember, just as a reminder, Ash is 10 years old, and Misty, I think, is 12 or 13, according to the show. Maybe. So she's older, she's older than Ash, but there's still, like, would you let your 12-year-old daughter just... Travel
1: across the country essentially by themselves with a ten-year-old boy and a bunch of wild animals.
0: There'd be a whole lot of raping going on. Well, you know what I'm saying? or a whole lot of dying from animals. But yeah. either way, yeah. So, so they're camping outside. Yeah. This was another. Is this was another instance where they both fall asleep, and I thought it was. Well, I was sort of influenced by my girlfriend, but I, I thought it was super cute. I feel so silly saying that when. Pikachu and Caterpie basically have a conversation. It's like a minute was, and a half long no, conversation. No, it was longer than a minute
1: and a half. It was like three minutes long of them just, Pika, Pika. Whee, whee. Caterpie, by the way, does not like repeat its name as like a thing like Charmander and Bulbasaur and Ekans and all these other Pokemon do. No, he just makes these like weird noises. Yeah. And so it's weird noise and Pika, 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 Choo, Pika, Pika, over and over again for like three minutes, for, I mean, they could have just cut it down to 20 seconds. Why they made it...
0: It felt like fucking forever. You know what, though? I actually was... you. I will say that this was fairly good storytelling because you were able to understand... With no English words...
1: I disagree. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking <laughs> I, about. I
0: could, so, I could sort of figure it out. That P, that uh, they were having a conversation, and then Caterpie eventually started talking about how he wanted to like become a Butterfree, because he does that thing where he looks up at the sky, and then you see a Butterfree fly over, and he sees that twinkle in his eye, and he's... I don't know. I, I I got it. I still don't like the cartoon, but I got this one part. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Like I
1: I, I have a I have a toddler, and she, sometimes she does this thing where she's trying to just be weird, and she'll just make noises and point at things for the sole purpose of um, trying to see if you'll you'll like interact with her at that level. And and I found myself just being a parent and saying, "Okay, use your words. <laughs> use your words. I can't understand you if you don't tell me what you want." Yeah. And and I, I yeah, I just had this like little moment where I. I was watching them and just wondering when is this gonna go away? I don't <laughs> wanna hear Pika Pika
0: anymore. Yeah, and it really does. You could if you watch this episode, it really does go on for a while. So then like So it essentially fades out. The,
1: yeah, they decide on who they're gonna sleep with. Caterpie ends up sleeping next to Misty. Pikachu ends up sleeping next to Ash, and Misty wakes up all butt hurt because Caterpie's sleeping near her. Not butt
0: hurt. She wakes up and she freaks the fuck out. Well, no, and then she she gets butt hurt. Yeah. She loses
1: her shit and she gets super pissed off about it.
0: And Caterpie is essentially like a he's essentially like a foot and a half long caterpillar. He's pretty fucking big
1: and kind of gross.
0: Yeah, I'd be a little freaked out too.
1: Yeah, I mean, a, a large giant worm trying to sleep next to you would yeah. be weird. But Caterpie gets offended. And he decides he's going to go back and, into his Pokemon ball and and he, Yeah, I don't
0: think he gets offended. He gets upset. He's, like, yeah. he's like sad. He's, like, well, okay, that's it. I'll he, just go. I'll go. That's
1: fine. Yeah, he gets all mopey. Yeah. Uh, and he so goes up and
0: he, like, bumps the ball with his nose and he gets sucked back into the ball and Pikachu, like, taps on the ball. He's, like, hey, hey, come back.
1: So Ash sees a Pidgeotto at this point, and he tries to capture it using a Caterpie,
0: because Ash is the worst Pokemon trainer on the planet. He's also an idiotic optimist, and he he does that, he says a line somewhere in here where he says, like, if you believe hard enough... this is the episode. Yeah, if you believe hard enough, it'll work. And Misty's like, no, that's not how Pokemon like, yeah. works. She's, she's like, she flat out tells him, like, you're a terrible Pokemon trainer. You don't know anything about anything.
1: Yeah, you can't be like, well, uh, you're a water Pokemon and a fire Pokemon, and like, you have the disadvantage, but you'll win anyways. Like, this is
0: this is the first instance of Misty sort of trying to help him, and him saying like, no, fuck off. I know what I'm doing. And she's like, are you sure you don't want my help? He's like, no, no, no. I know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, and it continues pretty much in every episode. So he tries to catch a Pidgeotto, and it doesn't work. And he gives up and uses Pikachu. Um, Pikachu blasts the shit out of it because flying yeah. types
0: are weak against electricity.
1: Yeah, and so he uses Pikachu, and um, he catches the Pidgeotto. He's such a noob though because he doesn't even understand the Pokemon type thing. Yeah, that like that that the flying Pokemon is strong against the gra- the the bug
0: type Pokemon, and so Team he doesn't Rock- even dis- understand like common sense where a bird eats a bug a bird eats a worm and it's essentially a bird eating a caterpillar it's the same thing he doesn't understand just common sense
1: yeah this isn't even the rock paper scissor portion of the game this is just like like oh birds birds eat eat worms yeah yeah so uh you know enter team rocket who have uh now decided to kidnap pikachu because in the last episode deus ex pikachu who's super op like blows up a whole building and Team Rocket's like, Well what the shit? Like uh, yeah, has, we want to capture that. Yeah, so he has
0: powers that are beyond his evolutionary level. That's why yeah. they want to catch him.
1: And and so they use Coffin, which shoots like a in Pikachu's eyes, which now apparently makes Pikachu completely useless. And so Ash tries to use a, a Pidgeotto to try and fight two Pokemon at the same time. Yeah, he
0: refuses to he refuses to fight with two Pokemon because he says Pokemon Pokemon. One on one. Pokemon are cheating, rules, fuck yeah. it.
1: I'm not gonna bother yeah, so I'm gonna
0: win the right way and not And not use, you know, go their way. Yeah,
1: and so he gets rocked and he sends out Caterpie again. Okay, yeah, this
0: doesn't make any sense. Okay, but here's the
1: thing Caterpie is like level five or whatever. And
0: besides that, Caterpie had gotten his ass kicked by Pidgeotto. So he comes out and he's like bruised and broken. And somehow, this little weak ass Caterpie, who's already been beaten is like low health,
1: and he comes out and he
0: rocks it like a mofo. Yeah, he beats so Ekans and he beats we, Ekans we, and and Coffin, Coffin
1: with with String Shot, which and is ta- a, and
0: tackle. Yeah, String Shot is an accuracy thing. Yes. No, it's a speed.
1: Yes. So so String Shot essentially slows their speed, and then Tackle is just a base. It's a base level, a normal type Pokemon move. Yeah, and then um, he does
0: the same thing to Meowth.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so he takes them on, and and string shot in the game is like it's kind of a crappy ability
0: that nobody really uses. Yeah, it's um, a it's a it's a uh...
1: it's a filler it's a filler move till you get better shit. Yeah, and so Caterpie uh, he he owns everybody, and Misty actually compliments Caterpie. And as Misty goes to touch Caterpie, Caterpie blows his load. It looks like he blows, like, a full-on, oh, like... Oh, he
0: does. It's like he's like, oh, my God! Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like a string... Like, he blows a string load, like, like right up into the air. And it, and then it, it turns him into a metapod. Yes. And so um, then they're all impressed that he's got a metapod. And Ash runs into the forest, giddy as crazy, uh, to go catch more Pokemon in the forest.
0: Yeah, and I noticed and that... And that's the end of this episode. Well, I noticed, it, too... Not a lot happens. Yeah, I noticed, too, that Misty, at the end of this episode... For some reason, she admires Ash, even though he's recklessly inexperienced and he doesn't take any advice and from anybody. He's woefully idiotic. Yeah. He, she admires him because he truly loves Pokemon. But if he truly loved them, he wouldn't be so completely and utterly inept. Yeah. Oh, this was another another thing that happens. So Ash has never used these Pokemon before. He just catches Pidgeotto and he just catches Caterpie in this, in this episode. He has never used them before. He had to look them up in the Pokedex to see what they were. And
1: now all of a sudden, like, he He can... knows
0: all their moves. He's a... Pidgeotto, use Gust, use Whirlwind, use Wing Attack. He's
1: he's a full, like, uh, Pokemon Master Savant.
0: Yeah, and it's the same thing. He's like, Caterpie, use String Shot, use Tackle. But you know, the way that I look at Pokemon
1: in the game versus in the show is like, in the game, they only do what you tell them to. In the show... The the battles tend to be more free form, and you just you just like shout out shit that you want them to do, and they do it. It's like dodge to the left, and it's like oh, uh, mm-hmm. Pikachu, murder that other guy. Yeah, basically that, that, that that's it. That's you know, it, there's like no like rhyme or reason. So yeah. so the episode ends, and then we get poker rap again, which yeah. I love. the... Fucking Poker Rap. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it every time that we end an episode of Pokemon because I love the Poker
0: Rap. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll play it. There, there's
1: know. a super cut to the full Pokemon Rap uh, with all of them put together, and, and I love it so much.
0: I like the Pokemon Go Poker Rap where it's like, Pidgey, 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 Rattata, Pidgey, Rattata, 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 Rattata Pidgey, Caterpie, Pidgey, Caterpie, Pidgey, <laughs> Paris, Paris, Paris. Anyway, um, <laughs> we move on to episode four, which is called Challenge of the Samurai.
1: In so, Japan, this episode's called "Challenge of the Samurai Boy," which makes a little more sense. Yeah,
0: because apparently he's the only samurai in the American version.
1: Yeah, um, so we get a narrator. It's like last time on Pokemon, and last then a recap. Time. So there's this this joke that, that Ash makes right off the bat with a cow Turpie, where he dresses up like a, in a cow costume. Um, yeah, I must have because Misty that part out. Misty is scared of all bugs still. Um, but he he makes this reference to like a cow terpy. Uh and it's 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 the kind of shit that when you were a kid was written on a popsicle stick.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it, it's like the yeah the, <laughs> the laffy taffy jokes. Yeah, the laffy taffy jokes. It was totally a laffy taffy joke. So Ash see, Ash spots a Weedle in this, and he goes to he goes to catch the Weedle, and while he's catching the Weedle, Misty's freaked out because it's a Bug Pokemon. She runs away, and while he's doing battle with the Weedle. Misty gets assaulted by the samurai. Well, he get, he gets assaulted, or
1: she gets assaulted by the equivalent of a 10-year-old boy with a sword dressed in, like, makeshift samurai clothing with a bug net and no shoes.
0: Yeah, and at first I thought it's kind of weird that a 10-year-old has a sword, but then I thought, wait, there's 10-year-olds running around with flame-throwing dragons. But
1: he's also not wearing shoes. So, did you notice that? He's not wearing shoes. I didn't shoes. notice that. I noticed that at mm. one point he wasn't wearing shoes, he's so just... or maybe like they just didn't animate it in a frame or two. But so then he he jumps out and he pulls his sword on Misty, and then he attacks and distracts Ash, who then misses getting the Weedle, and uh, the samurai then challenges
0: Ash because he's a, he's a trainer from the town of Pallet.
1: Yeah, and and the the samurai kid who's a bug uh, catching Pokemon master or whatever he he uses bug Pokemon. He uses a pincer, which. Okay, this is not to go too far down the Pokemon rabbit hole either, but in the game, uh, because Pinsir, I believe, is in Pokemon Red, and you can't get Pinsir until way, way, way later. I think you can only catch him in the Safari Zone. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. In Pokemon Blue, you get Scyther. Yeah. And I remember, that's why I wanted Pokemon Blue, because I got Scyther instead of Pinsir, and Scyther's cool. Yeah. So Pinsir's kind of this dopey looking Pokemon with giant uh beetle claws on top of his head. Yeah, and a weird and so, vagina
0: mouth. Is, ooh.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's super creepy. And so he sends out this... this um,
0: he sends out the pincer. He sends
1: out the pincer and beats a Pidgeotto with a tackle attack. Yeah. And that's all it took. It's just a single tackle attack. And so Ash then sends out Metapod. Instead of Pikachu. Instead of Pikachu because bug-type Pokemon are are weak against electricity... Instead of instead of using the Pikachu, he uses another Bug type. Well, he's
0: a super shitty trainer, so it
1: makes sense. He is, and so he uses Metapod and he uses (laughs) Harden, which crashes the the
0: only move that Metapod Metapod can
1: only use one move, which is Harden. And so, well, well, that's not true. If you have a Caterpie that then has Tackle and then evolves into Metapod, you still get to use Tackle. But if you catch a Metapod, all they have is Harden.
0: Yeah. So all Uh, he does is use Harden and the 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 uh, pincer. Breaks its claws on the hard metapod. So then the samurai kid uses
1: a metapod too. And then they have this, like, this hard... I called it, like, a harden-off.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, So it's like, maximum hardness, metapod. It's just... I just imagine two kids with porno mags trying to get their dicks bigger. It's just... It's just use Harden! Come on, get harder! No, you get harder! No, maximum hardness! No, mine's bigger! And then like, it, they, I mean, it goes on s- for
1: hours. I mean, in the Pokemon world, yeah, it happens over a course of several hours. They're standing there in the field, just yelling maximum hardness yeah. at each other. Which, which, and if you think about the- it in context, if you walked across this, you would just. He would walk up to it and then you would just slow, like shake very, your head and walk away, and very slowly walk because it's reverse.
0: not like the metapods are even touching; they're just next to each other. And they, My- every time they say Harden, they glow a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, I laughed at that. And, I Mist- it was funny. And, and Misty is done with his bullshit, and she's like, she had thrown on a bikini and she starts tanning, and Pikachu joins her.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I remember that. And and then they do a super cut to Team Rocket carrying a paper tank to protect them from Beedrill. Yeah. But it's just a tank made of paper. So Well, I, you find
0: that out later. You don't know that.
1: Yeah, but you can tell by looking at it it looks like cardboard.
0: Yeah. So so the the, samurai... they atta-
1: the Beedrill attack Ash and the crew. Yeah, and that stops the fight. And that stops the fight and the Samurai pieces out with like a like uh, they're all freaking out about all these Beedrill and he just goes Good day, and then he just leaves them. Yeah, like like no direction, like run this way or whatever. He just like pieces the fuck out.
0: Yeah, and what's so they and end so, up they end up running to his cabin. Well,
1: no, they run up to a tree filled with Kakuna. Oh, uh, that's right. Who uh, then all evolve into Beedrills. So now there's even more of them chasing them, and then they all run away into a cabin for safety, which I think is the Samurai Kids. Uh, yeah, it's cabin. it's where
0: his yeah it's where he lives. Um, who who then talks shit on? Amsh. Yeah, I I wrote I, I was pissed off at this point because. Yeah, the Samurai Kid starts starts talking shit to Ash, saying he's an inept trainer, which is true, and saying that he's... But the Samurai a, it, Kid is no better because he
1: uses a Metapod against a Metapod. Yeah. Like he's a big old retard, too. The thing,
0: the thing that I... He, is he started insulting Ash... For his actions, but the samurai was the one that caused Ash to take those actions. So he's insulting him for his decisions when he when the samurai kid was a direct cause of those actions. He's saying you should like you, well, you. Sean, that's not important. So uh. so the Beedrill snatch up Ash's Metapod. And when they're running away, and Ash can't get it. So the samurai kid insults Ash for leaving his Pokemon behind. So then Ash sneaks out to go get the Metapod back. Yeah. But what's just to, to, to cap it off, the kid is an asshole, and he basically calls out Ash for being distracted by the kid's assholiness. He's like, stop blaming me for your own failures. He's like, wait, no... Like oh, it's like
1: but it's but you did it, so yeah. it's your fault. You're a complete asshole, yeah, and like you distracted yeah. because he
0: blames you He said that the whole thing was started because Ash didn't catch that Weedle, and the Weedle went and told all the other Beedrill, and that's what. But he didn't the catch Beedle. the Weedle because the kid attacked him with a sword. Yeah, and he's and that's why he said, "Don't blame me for you not catching that Weedle. That's your failure." And he's, I would have been like, "You know what, kid? Go fuck yourself." Yeah, the 10 year old piece of shit. This kid,
1: if I remember it, I think this kid comes back in like one of the way later episodes, like episode like 120 or something. Well, I hope like he's I... on
0: fire in that episode because uh, that's the, what he deserves. Yeah,
1: you know, then a Magmar steps on him and then he's
0: good. Yeah. So, um, so Team Rocket shows up and they do their intro. To protect the world from devastation,
1: to unite all peoples within our nation, to denounce the evils of truth and love, to extend our reach to the stars above. Jesse. James Team Rocket Bless up at the Speed of light Surrender now Or prepare to fight Meows. That's And, right. and that's what Ash is trying to Get yeah, his, And he his, warns his... them To be quiet He's, he's like, like stop it That's what like, you shut know Shut the fuck up There's Weedles And there, uh, there's, there's... Weedles And Kakunas everywhere And you're gonna Wake them up And there's Beedrels In the tree like you don't want. Yeah, this he shit. tells he tells them to shut up, and they're like,
0: "Never interrupt
1: R." And he's like, "Ooh, yeah." So they insist they they insist on doing their stick, thereby waking up the Bee drills, and the Bee drills so all go to attack so, them. Well, while they're doing their stick, what they don't notice is that the Weedles ate the Team Rocket tank made of paper.
0: Yeah, so so the Bee drills all wake up because they do their their intro, and then there's like explosions at the end because that basically Team Rocket is WWF, and. Yeah. The Beedrills all wake up, and they go to attack, and Ash is like, he starts running towards the Beedrills, and he's like, if I can get past them, they'll probably dive bomb Team Rocket. So he runs, and he does this, like, somersault move, and he gets past them, and then the Beedrills start going towards Team Rocket, and that's when they're like, oh my god, where's our tank? And they yeah, put and then the that's tank on, and the Weedles are all are. So, so he goes
1: up to Metapod. Metapod, okay, Metapod jumps out, and he saves Ash
0: well, so, no. so he rescues Metapod first He rescues yeah, him from the tree right. and, and, then, he apologizes. and then they're chasing
1: after Ash And Metapod jumps
0: out Well before that So he's, he's running away with Metapod And he's apologizing I didn't abandon you Metapod I just got
1: sidetracked It was all samurai's fault
0: One ah! basically throws Metapod across the grass yeah. And then he's like no no, it's my fault. It's my fault. I shouldn't have never left you, and blah blah blah. And that's when Metapod, because Metapod's like all upset. He doesn't. He thinks that Ash abandoned him. And then after he like comes to the realization that no, it's my fault. That I Ash did. loves him. basically. Yeah. So then Metapod like dives in the way of a Beedrill. Yeah.
1: Even though Metapod can't do anything, and all he could use was ta- was Harden. Yeah. But he does jump in front. And he gets he gets kind of slashed or whatever. Um. But that ends up kind of cutting him open, and then a Butterfree pops out. So. Ash now has a a third tier butterfly like uh, evolved Pokemon with a Butterfree and a second tier Pokemon with a Pidgeotto. I mean Pidgeotto technically if i okay. Ash's got a
0: lot of dumb fucking. So luck.
1: correct me if I'm wrong. Butterfree evolves from Metapod, I believe, at level ten or level twelve. Yeah, it's
0: really early leveling.
1: Yeah, but Pidgeotto is level sixteen.
0: Yeah, and so which shouldn't
1: happen until like after the water after like they get through uh, Mountain Moon. Yeah, or but, if you mash
0: but, B during the evolutionary thing.
1: Okay, well whatever. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to cheat. Um, it's and not so cheating. he jumps it's just out, keeping
0: a low level Pokemon,
1: and, and he gets a Butterfree. Yeah, and the Butterfree uses Sleep Powder on the bees and Team Rocket and this and, and it's like everything. He, he everything. puts everything to sleep. He puts everything to sleep. It's a and super
0: OP uh, Butterfree. In
1: the game, Sleep Powder is like not that great. Yeah. And so the samurai calls himself a novice and helps them get... He, like, completely fesses up that he was a jerkwad. Yeah. And helps them get out of the forest. And, and, and then I, Team Rocket's disguised as, as Kakuna. They're wrapped up in, in, like, pieces of paper from their tank. Yeah, paper mache. From, yeah, paper mache to try and disguise themselves and save themselves. And, and they're and, like,
0: shut up! And and then the drill all start waking
1: up again. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah. With I, I, more wrap. Yeah. yeah. I, I, thought it was,
0: I thought it was really silly that all of a sudden the freaking. The, the stupid samurai kid all of a sudden respects Ash now. It's like yeah. out of nowhere. Because, so the whole reason that he it was wanted... A, it was his come to Jesus moment. The thing. whole reason that he wanted to fight Ash was because the other three trainers from Pallet Town kicked the shit out of him. And he says as much. He's like, all oh, the other three trainers were, were more, more powerful than They were than so the amazing. Last. They were so amazing and they taught me things I never even knew about my Pokemon. And I vowed to fight the next trainer from Pallet. And... <laughs> I was ashamed to fight you because you're terrible and you're a... Ho- and, like, basically, all he does is his fucking thing puts all the drill to sleep. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my God, you're an amazing trainer. You are not a novice. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's a complete turnaround for no explained reason. Yeah. So, so now now we're on to episode five, which is
1: called Showdown in Pewter City. Okay, I got a lot to say about um, this episode. <laughs> oh, dude you... Do, oh, oh, wait, I think... I, because we haven't... So the, the way that Sean and I do this is... We watched these separately throughout the week. Yeah. And we take notes and stuff, things that we think are, are, are interesting, weird. Or, or weird, or funny, or whatever. Or just uh, flat out of,
0: with ridiculous, or
1: yeah, flat out ridiculous. And we generally don't do a whole lot of discussing until we we come here, so that we could kind of see what the other one thinks. Yeah. But I I can already see. I know exactly.
0: I know exactly what you're going to talk about. Yeah. No. I had a I had a I had a conversation with my girlfriend about this. So yeah, I had a conversation with Joy about this. So too. episode five is called Showdown in Pewter City. And if you've played the game, Pewter City is the first actual gym battle mm. that you can that you can do it's with Brock and yes <coughs> rock type pokemon yeah. and i want to say they're like level 8 and 10 cuz at the time you reach there your pokemon are about that Uh, level. no no
1: uh the geodude is level 10 and i believe the Onyx is level 12 or 14 Okay so Sh- still- screw you i have not played this game in a long time and i know their level okay So
0: so the the episode starts with team rocket setting a trap for ash that ultimately leads to Wait nowhere. no the episode starts with a team rocket intro
1: Yes, I love Team Rocket intro. And then, yes. Yeah, and so then they set, set a, a trap, which is they're basically,
0: trap. Dr- they're basically digging a tiger pit, but then they forget where it is because they hide it, they it too well. And then they fall into it themselves. They fall into
1: it. The, then they don't really come out until the end of the episode. So Team Rocket's essentially a
0: non-starter for this episode. Yeah. So Ash so, is looking for the Pewter City uh, he Center. A,
1: yes. And he immediately encounters this old emo dude named Flint with a beard. Yeah. Um, he's um, sitting selling, on a, who sells rocks. That's all he does is sell rocks.
0: Pewter City souvenirs is what they are.
1: And so he gets to the Poke Center to quote revitalize his Pokemon. Yeah,
0: Flint brings him there because he doesn't know where it is in, in, yeah. in Pewter City. And so we have another Nurse Joy. Um, and they're all re- they're all related. That's Nurse Joy's yeah. sister. He's like, wait a minute, how are you Nurse Joy? There's Nurse Joy in, Vir- er, in Viridian City. So when I was watching these episodes, um, every time a Nurse Joy would come on, uh, my wife's name is Joy,
1: so every time a Nurse Joy would come on, uh, she would be like, oh, they that's so cool. They have my name. It's like she she forgets that like they're all na- the same nurse joy yeah uh, because she didn't it's, really watch the show like i did
0: so um, nurse joy you would have to assume that joy is the surname because they're all supposed to be sisters
1: yeah i i think I, I right so
0: it'd be like nurse sandra joy or something it'd be
1: like uh, it's like nurse jenny it's like their their last right. name is all jennifer or yeah something. Je- yeah so Stupid. They, so they oh, by her. the way
0: by the way i didn't mention it when in that episode where she per- where she uh where she first showed up but officer jenny is a cop in a mini skirt and heels. Hell yes. <laughs> just just some weird fantasy wish fulfillment.
1: Anyway. Um, this was animated by sad, lonely dudes in Japan in a, in a room that they're animating probably in a 10 by 10 I
0: bet that room smells awesome.
1: I'm sure it smells like a lot of B.O. and semen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's actually my favorite anime.
1: Uh, I'm sure there are three animes. B.O. Part, and semen. Uh, which one? Part two or three? Oh.
0: <laughs> so... So um, Ash decides that he's going to challenge the Pewter City Gym leader, Brock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I wrote down Ash is inexperienced, overconfident, and just plain fucking stupid.
1: Well, they see a poster first uh, for the Pokemon League uh, Regional Championships, mm-hmm. and uh, Flint shows up and laughs at Ash, full on laughs in his face. It's
0: like you're going to challenge yeah. Brock?
1: And Misty offers her help and gets rejected. This is one of those occasions. Yeah. So she and you don't know out. it. You
0: don't know it at the time, but Misty is also a gym leader, but she never tells that to Ash. But you find yeah. out later that well, she's a Cerulean. gym that, well, leader. Well, she
1: is the sister of the Cerulean gym leaders. Uh, that's episode seven, which we're not going to cover. Yeah, but but we could maybe later. So so she because of that insult, she walks out on the bill and leaves Ash uh, paying for for dinner. Yeah, or for lunch. I don't know where the fuck he gets money from because they haven't worked and he didn't have any money when he
0: left. Well, if you, I, maybe, if you remember maybe, the game, he probably robbed that samurai kid after see, he beat I, him. See, I always imagined, um, or maybe the, every time he beats, uh, maybe every time he beats Team Rocket, he steals their money.
1: See, I imagine that Ash actually offers up his Pokemon uh, for uh, to turn tricks for people who have weird fetishes.
0: Oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Why? Because this is. Couldn't it just be that maybe his mom. Because... Wires
1: him ja- money? <laughs> because Japan, Sean. Because yeah, yeah, Japan. Yeah, uh,
0: that unfortunately makes a lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. So right. so, so they goes- go back
1: to Peter City Gym and he challenges him and he loses hard to yeah, an Onyx. Brock
0: is super serious and he absolutely whoops Ash's ass. It's like not even funny. It... He kicks his ass. Oh, yeah. and he even stops the fight. He's like, "No, this is stupid. I'm not even going to let this go any farther." You're so, you're so weak. So this next part, I'm pretty sure, is the part you're going to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so Ash
1: uh, so Ash loses, and Flint brings Ash back to his house by himself. Super rapey. Yes, yeah, super rapey brings him back to his house, which conveniently overlooks the family of Brock and and the, his 10 siblings uh, yeah. Brock is the oldest of 11 kids
0: so he's he's basically giving he's teaching him about Brock he's teaching him that like he's not this super he's not always this super serious yeah, b- well Brock, gym leader Brock
1: basically plays Mr. Mom
0: Yeah Brock Brock has to raise all of his siblings and then the dad go the dad sorry I jumped ahead Yeah Flint Flint goes into this whole thing about how Brock's good for nothing father left the family. Yeah, he calls him a deadbeat dad. Deadbeat dad and left to become them, a, and then the mom died. Yeah, he left to become a Pokemon trainer, and then the family never saw him again, and then the mom died, and Brock had to step up and become the like the caregiver and, and It's his whole sob story. Yeah. And so and, then so then Ash is like, oh, I don't ever want to fight him, and then as they're leaving
1: uh Rapy McRaperson's house. He starts uh, talking about how oh, no, I'm going to beat Brock. So then Flint offers to help him. So they go to this hydroelectric dam, which looks which like, is <laughs> just a water wheel. Wait, wait, wait! No, it's a water wheel attached to a super rapey cabin, like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it looks like the kind of place that somebody like uh,
0: Pewter City, aka Rape Town, City.
1: Yeah, Pedo City USA. So he takes yeah. him out to this rapy McRaperson uh, he, shack.
0: He attaches electrodes to Pikachu to basically supercharge him and quote of, give him a boost. Yeah. Instead of instead of like actually training him against other Pokemon, he literally just gives him essentially poke steroids. Oh, and attach- no, it's like poke shock therapy. Yeah. So they electrocute uh Pikachu
1: by having Ash <laughs> run know, on the water wheel love, to electrocute him. I
0: love that Ash says Ash says something along the lines of if I can take it, Pikachu, you can take it. And I'm thinking what the fuck are you having to take you have no sacrifice here all you have to do is mildly exercise
1: yeah. on a water wheel and Pikachu gets electrocuted yeah so then you know they, they go back and, and the whole place gets blown up Uh, the the whole water wheel gets blown up because Pikachu
0: overcharges
1: yeah and so they go back to, to, to re-challenge Brock and this time Brock uses Geodude um, yeah, he uses Geodude and, and Pikachu
0: beats the shit no, out of Geodude. Well,
1: well, before that, Ash is dumb and uses a Pidgeotto against
0: Geodude yeah. because he knows nothing about Pokemon, uh, which loses. And then don't Pika- you know ground types are we are strong against air types or something like well, that? Well, isn't that what he says? Well,
1: air types are are stronger against ground types. Maybe it's
0: rock types then. I don't know.
1: But but the problem though is that his Pidgeotto's is probably pretty low level. This is like a well trained Geodude. Yeah. And then uh, the Pikachu which is supposed to be weak against ground type schools the shit out of this Geodude. does like
0: one thunderbolt and just completely
1: fries, fries it. fries
0: him which again Deus sex Pikachu yeah so
1: you know they fry the geo
0: dude. so then he sends out the onyx yeah. and and in the game in the game you don't really get to you don't really understand the size of the onyx because the, the in the game if you just you just the all the same sprite. size on the screen but in the show the onyx is this massive rock snake. Onyx, huge.
1: Onyx is like the length. It's like ten of, meters long. It's like the length of. Uh, I would say it's probably about the length of two buses.
0: Yeah, and it's huge. It's it's like it's like uh, thirty meters long and like in like ten meters tall. It's a huge. Are, freaking... are, are you in the UK, Sean? Why are you why are you using metric? Because no, I'm just because Pokemon <laughs> use metric. So it's this huge thing, and and Pikachu goes to blast him, and it sort of hurts him. But not enough. But it blows out all the lights in the building and yeah, sets off the
1: fire alarm. Yeah,
0: it sets so, off the fire. So then the what happened in the fir- the first time Pikachu fought Onyx is the Onyx ba- like used Bind on it, Onyx and wrapped uses, it up.
1: Bind is like this uh, this ability that that gets used through um, multiple turn sets, uh, usually three to, between three and five uh, turn sets, and then it causes like slow damage over time and then yeah. it releases.
0: So and- Pikachu gets bound, and then um, he can't get away. And he can't do any damage. He tries to he tries to shock him again. Nothing happens, and Brock actually stops the fight again. He's like, "I don't want to hurt your Pokemon. I'm stopping the fight." So he lets Pikachu go, and Pikachu and then all rolls All of out. his
1: siblings come out and and like that's not not
0: dead. Well, so, so he lets Pikachu out. He rolls out, and he's got like the X's over his eyes, and he's sort of looks like he's unconscious. Then the fire ends up setting off the sprinklers, right. and the sprinklers go off, and they they uh, they soak onyx onyx and then misty yells out something like ash water weakens rock types use thunderbolt or something yeah, And then, he has
1: this full like herpy derpy moment where yeah. he's like
0: oh really so then so then pikachu goes from being kind of knocked out to being cogent again and he uses thunderbolt and onyx gets his ass kicked these
1: characters uh, they tend to like go in and out of consciousness
0: yeah. at whim yeah so onyx goes down and by all accounts he's he's down and out like he's on the ground he's not getting back up And Ash is like that's it. I'm going to finish this match. And he goes to do, like, a final Thunderbolt. And he has this, like, little, like, come-to-Jesus moment for himself where he's
1: imagining Brock's siblings, like, latching onto like, him. He's like, oh, my conscience is turns getting the out best. out
0: to be true.
1: They're actually there. Yeah. Like, risking getting electrocuted or whatever. Yeah, he's like, oh, my conscience so, is
0: getting the best of me. I'm imagining all of Brock's siblings so stopping they basically,
1: me. So they basically back off of each other, and then Ash leaves. He's like, I'm going to come back and beat you fan square. Yeah, he's like,
0: oh, the water going, or the sprinklers going off was like a fluke. So, I, that's not how I... They want to win the battle, I want to win it fair and square. Yeah, so Ash,
1: so Ash leaves... And so when he leaves, Brock catches. Up, he runs after him and catches up to him and gives him a badge. This is an ongoing issue, by the way, where
0: he doesn't beat the gym leader. He does something to prove that he's like worthy yes. instead of beating. So him. So this
1: is an ongoing issue. Which I that. could
0: have got the gym badges in that, so that this, way.
1: Yeah, this is an ongoing issue for the Kanto region, in which he, for the most part, does not earn the badges the he way gets, that
0: he's supposed to.
1: Okay, so so I I can do this from memory. I, I know for a fact that the, the next uh, the next battle at Cerulean Gym. That he has, which is uh, episode seven. He uh, he's battling them and he's losing, even though the electric Pokemon should be strong against a water type. Yeah, um, he's losing because he's terrible at Pokemon. Yeah, and and, and so he recurrent
0: lo- theme: Ash sucks at Pokemon. Yeah,
1: and so he's losing, and then Team Rocket comes in and he saves the day, and they give him a badge.
0: They give him a badge for defeating Team Rocket and saving the gym.
1: Yeah. And and then this continues to happen on and on, where he gets just given badges for being terrible at being a Pokemon trainer. Yeah. So this episode ends that way. Flint comes up... And and Brock is talking to him, and he removes his beard, and, and it's, it's big just an reveal. older Brent. It's an older Brock. It's it looks like Brock, but with like a uh, two like tired lines under his yeah. eyes. So therefore, he's
0: old. So Flint is Brock's dad, and then Brock immediately just gives full
1: responsibility to all of his siblings to his dad, as if nothing happened. And all I can think of is this is a deadbeat dad who's been missing for at least three to five years, no question. Who. Who has been creepily watching your family, yeah. not interacting. Your mom died and he
0: didn't even come that, back. So that was my whole issue with this whole episode. And so he, you have a guy. You have a guy who...
1: And now you're going to trust this deadbeat with your siblings who you, you've you been protecting
0: with your life? Yeah. So you've got this guy who left who left the family to go become a Pokemon trainer. Never came back. Never wrote. Never corresponded or anything. You don't know if he's alive or dead. You just know that he's gone. And he's been living in the same fucking town as these kids. He's been living in the same fucking town as his 10 kids. He doesn't do anything. 11. He has 11, 11 kids. 11 kids. He lives in the same fucking town as the 11 kids. Never does anything. Wears a disguise to hide from them.
1: And now he's going to come in and assume responsibility? And I love No. Him. I no, call shenanigans because I, as soon as Brock leaves, he's just going to
0: drown his kids in the water somewhere. For the insurance money. No, I I like that he... he so... The, when he's talking to Ash about about Brock's family, he basically says that Brock's father is a is a complete shithead and is a deadbeat and can't be trusted and all this other stuff. He's talking about himself. That's why like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. He's talking about himself. He's like, I don't know if he's just self-hating or or what. He's just like, yeah, his dad's just kind of a scumbag and. And uh, he really messed up the family. Brock has to take care of all of his siblings, and yeah, uh, I, it sucks for him. This whole and, part of it, the, the whole part of this is just, it's just a weird episode. And so the episode ends with Brock de- deciding to go with Ash. He talks to Ash, and he goes with Ash, and he to, gives
1: some quick advice on how to like not be a shitty parent.
0: Yeah, and then like, he leaves. Yeah, and okay, so and then and, the, and then poke rap. Yeah. So the end of this episode, it I had to look this up because. Brock in the episode seems way older, way older than Ash. Ash is ten, Misty's like twelve or thirteen. Brock seems like to me, he seems like he's an adult, like he's in his twenties or thirties. I looked it up in the in the in the video game. I guess he is considered to be fifteen. The really? P- yeah. At when at the he point- sounds like a forty old man. At the point where Ash meets Brock, Brock is fifteen years old in the game. The voice actor who voiced him at the time when he voiced him was about 32. So if they wanted to make this character, I, that's, that's the thing. is In the game, he's 15, but I guarantee that in the show, I mean, he's the father figure in the show. He's like the sensible one, except when he's around women. But if they wanted to make this guy more like the game, they would have given him a younger voice actor. But they didn't. They gave him an adult voice actor, so he's obviously an adult. It's just so weird. It makes a little bit of sense that a 15-year-old would be... I mean, it doesn't even make sense, but it makes a little bit of sense, I guess, that a 15-year-old would be going around with a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. Maybe, but it doesn't really... But it makes I mean, so little sense that, like, what is essentially a 30-year-old is like, well, I'm going to travel around with these little kids, and I'm going to become a Pokemon well, trainer again. Well, le-
1: so we we probably need to move on here, but... Yeah. but, but Make in later sense. episodes, and in fact, in nearly every episode where Nurse Joy or Officer Jenny show up, Bro- Brock is he a full—he is a full straight rapist. Oh, like yeah. he he would have no problem dropping them rubies. He is super creepy in every episode. It makes w- you
0: wonder how he was with the kids.
1: I well, you know, maybe maybe he's not like not into the young. Kids. I mean, okay,
0: so that's the part where it makes sense. But, that, but that's, the, that's the part where it makes sense. But that later like-
1: in the show, he does get kind of creepy about Misty too. It, uh, okay, so there is a couple episodes that have been banned in Pokemon, and the fir- one of these episodes is um, is this episode. I think it's episode eighteen. It's called Beauty in the Beach, in which James cross dresses. With inflatable breasts. Yeah, it's... it's James from Team Rocket.
0: It's a a beauty contest. Yeah, it's a
1: beauty contest at the beach with Misty and... uh, Jesse. And and Jesse. And James enters with uh, big inflatable breasts and he cross-dress... and and he Brock makes, he makes several comments to Misty about Brock how Brock is creepy. He's so creepy in that episode. Both and, of them are. Both Ash and Brock so, are like,
0: "Whoa, Misty,
1: you're wearing a bikini." All all the band episodes, by the way, you cannot watch on this show is up on Netflix. By the way, so if you have Netflix, you can watch this, except for the band episodes. So episode thirty-eight, which is Cyber Soldier Porygon, which is the seizure episode that everybody got seizures yeah, from. Yeah,
0: Cyber Seizure Warrior.
1: Episode eighteen, which is Beauty and the Beach, the cross-dressing one. And then um, I believe what was the other one? It was oh oh the, the Tauros epi- one. Uh, the Taurus one uh, because there is, were guns. Yeah, episode thirty-five called "Legend of Dratini. Um But there there are there are other episodes that I don't think are on here, like episode sixty-five, which is called "Holiday Hijinks" because it has Jinx and Jinx is super racist.
0: Yeah, Jinx and- is a, Jinx is a very like a. Min- in its initial form, it's like minstrel it's, show. Yeah, like blackface, blackface, yeah. black big lips.
1: But there, yeah, there's some banned episodes, and and the, they're banned for good reason, probably. But um, they're but hilarious it, to but watch. But if it. you, there are places that you can go online to watch uh, cartoons, which Sean and I sometimes do. And it's... And, and never. This, never. That's right. We never go. We go all the time.
0: Um, these places have episodes where you can... Um, I mean, you like, basically have to watch the subbed episodes, the original Japanese ones, to get those. Because uh, they, were, they were... No, never... no. Some, some
1: of them do have dub. They okay. do have dub. Yeah, but they were shown like a one. Oh, they have dub, and they were never brought over, or they were dubbed, or whatever. But yeah, yeah, but but so there's some episodes that never got aired, and Brock is creepy in pretty much every episode. I mean, it
0: makes sense. That's so. what I was trying to say. Is it makes sense if Brock is 15 because then he could be a super horn dog teenager. But if he's like, if he's at, if he's like 30, you know, 20 in his late 20s or 30, it's a lot creepier that he's just like, oh my god, there's a woman I want to fucking touch her. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, he's creepy. So this right. is episode so again, six again. Poke rap. Which yeah. I
1: love. In fact, I believe episode 5 is the Poker Rap that I remember most of, uh, which is, like, my favorite one. But, <laughs> but, but okay, so, so it doesn't matter. We
0: move on to episode um, 6, which is Clefairy and the Moonstone. and Clefairy, by the way,
1: in, in the Japanese show is called Pippi, Oh, um, Pippi. Yeah, little a uh, little bit of uh, trivia there. So we get, we get another... Last time on Pokemon. Yeah. Uh,
0: narrator intro. So then,
1: there's a scientist being attacked by Zubats.
0: Yeah. And Ash, Misty, and, and Brock. The, and the
1: scientist is the same voice actor who's voiced by Meowth. It's almost exactly the same. He didn't even try. Yeah. Like, he didn't even try. Um, the scientist apparently is called Seymour the Scientist. That's actually I'm how... i Seymour the Scientist! That's actually how he introduces himself. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, like... That's kind of a dumb thing to name yourself. Yeah, like, and, and you find it
0: so so. Uh, Brock and Brock and Ash save the scientists from the Zubats. They they use throughout this episode. By the way, he is gushingly over talkative and super annoying. Yeah, so they save him, and and, then, and, and, and I then, kind of enjoy Pokemon. So. I, I, I was really annoyed by that. I can only imagine poor Sean, yeah. so they save him from the they save him from the zoo bats, and then you find out that he's Seymour the scientist, and that he is also a super shitty poet because every time he's overjoyed or has too much emotion he he does some stupid, terrible he poem only in rhyme
1: I'm so moved such friendship I thought I'd never see when the zoo bat began attacking me. I thought I was done for when who should arrive to heroes thanks to whom I'm alive I'm alive thank you so much
0: Yeah so um, the two things that you learn about him is he is a terrible poet and that the second thing is that he believes pokemon all came from space Yeah no he's a total like a tin foil
1: hat conspiracy yeah. theorist He's he's like um, uh he's
0: he's you know listening to uh, Pokemon coast to coast Overnight, and he's...
1: Oh, see, I I wrote down that he listens to, like, a Pokemon Alex Jones.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, I was doing Coast to Coast, because uh, they deal with UFOs and such. Oh, see, I was such.
1: Saying, oh, see I, because of lizard people. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, they talk about lizard people on Coast to Coast, too. Uh, I'm
1: sure they do. Yeah. So, so,
0: it's the most popular radio show in oh, the country. Oh, God. Uh, so... So he tells them about the idea the, the, that the,
1: so there's the, they're at this place called
0: Mount Moon and they're looking and for it's the moonstone. It's
1: named Mount Moon because there's a stone there that it, it fell from supposedly the moon. And the the scientist Seymour thinks that it's a spaceship. He's yeah, that all the
0: Pokemon came on the fucking moon. Yeah, stone.
1: he's an idiot, but that's what he thinks. And so they end up inside the the caverns. Going so up he there. said that he said that
0: uh, the the he said that the reason. That the Zubats attacked is because somebody, some uh, mischief makers or something—I forget what he calls them—but some somebody has come in and like strung up a bunch of lights, and it's really messing with the Pokemon because it's causing the Zubats to fly out and attack people. I think the Paris start yeah, like planting lights for excavation. Yeah, the Paris start like planting their mushrooms. They show a show a, so, a, a so stand that's, true that's like melting. Okay, so we a, we we come across
1: a Zubat, a Paris. And a Sandshrew, all of which Ash does not have, all of which are weak, all of which Ash could catch, and all of which Ash does nothing about.
0: He's just like, oh, check that out. He is
1: a failed Pokemon trainer. He's terrible. Yeah. And so they pass all these by, but then... He try they they come across a super rare Clefairy, which in the game even they're super pretty they're yeah. pretty super rare. And he tries to catch one and the scientist stops him. He's like, He's like no. no. He like he holds a Pokemon down and goes, No, no, don't capture him. And so Ash just kind of he kind of smiles like, oh, and nods. Okay. Like, okay, I agree. And I'm thinking, No, you idiot, you should capture that fucking Clefairy, because how many people have a Clefairy? Nobody. Nobody. In the in the show, nobody has Clefairy.
0: So, so Team Rocket shows up and they te- they up, are, they're the ones causing trouble yeah they're the troublemakers and they're looking for the moonstone because they want to sell it or they so, want to steal it and right. sell it and, and, and
1: brock and ash use a butterfree and a zubat which then ash is surprised he's that like brock... what
0: the fuck you have a zubat he's like yeah i caught one when we came in you didn't see all those fucking zubats and ash is like oh man i really am a shitty fucking pokemon trainer. yeah no he's terrible he's an idiot this is the first time where they actually are fairly competent the team Rocket is fairly competent they actually kick Brock and Ash's ass with their Pokemon. Well,
1: uh, so, I mean, sort of. Uh, Brock and Ash use a Butterfree and a Zubat, and they don't do too bad. But but Team Rocket doesn't do too bad either.
0: Yeah, and they just, dis- Well, the Pokemon distract them long enough that they, when Weezing, or wheezing, when coughing does a uh, when he does a, a smoke screen or something, yeah. they steal the they steal the Moonstone, which is a giant fucking boulder. It's yeah. a huge boulder. So so Misty ends up fighting Meowth. With a um,
1: to protect the Clefairy, and Misty uses a StarYu. Yeah, because um,
0: because when they're fighting when they're fighting Team Rocket. Uh, they Ash, split up. Ash tells Misty that as soon as they start fighting to take Seymour and the Clefairy and get the hell out. And so they split up. And so she uses Swift Attack and Water Gun. With <laughs> the Staryu, yeah.
1: Yeah, with the Staryu. Which, by the way, Staryu is actually pretty... Staryu and Starmie are, are, are pretty decent water type Pokemon because yeah. they're water slash psychic. Uh, they're multi-type, so... And I want
0: to say those are her two Pokemon that she uses in the game. Yeah, yeah the gym leader.
1: Yeah, they're the two that she uses. Although, I think she uses a Dugong too, but I can't remember. Yeah. No, um, well,
0: Dugong is an ice type, so I think that's the... Po- ah, who cares?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, so Brock, Brock made um, he so they end up outside and they're all eating around, uh, near near this like little river and Brock apparently makes Pokemon food that nobody knew about and and Seymour the, the, the Seymour the scientist he eats it and he likes it yeah so and then Ash eats it and he's like so Seymour essentially eats the equivalent of dog food
0: yeah um, or bug food or whatever the hell they're feeding uh, well they're feeding butterfree
1: yeah and there's just there's some, this other like weird conversation between pikachu and a clefairy that, that lasted maybe a little too long it wasn't nearly as bad as
0: the other one but yeah, clefairy did. is awful because like clefairy. It's, yeah it's it's like clefairy 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 it's like oh my god shut the fuck up
1: yeah no the clefairy are pretty annoying yeah and i and, thought it
0: was funny that the back to the food thing, when when the fuck did Brock have time to make the food? Did he just carry it with him? I think he made it beforehand and he brought
1: it with him, but but even still, I when does he have the time to make it? Because he they eat it throughout the show. Yeah. Like, it gets eaten a lot.
0: So um I was so, I look, was wrong. They weren't at the moonstone. They were looking for the moonstone. Yeah,
1: I yeah. So then the Clefairy leads them to the Moonstone. And yeah. there are tons of Clefairies.
0: And they're just bouncing around it. And
1: why does so so Seymour's
0: like all, oh, they're so
1: rare, there's not very many of them. And there's like a hundred of them. At that point, I would have been like, "Seymour, you fucking asshole! I'm hey, catching one." Yeah, it's of like, these. "Hey
0: Seymour, what's that?"
1: Yeah, I would have just caught one because there's so many of them. But okay, so like, then whatever, Pikachu- I'm not Ash. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: so Pikachu ends up talking to one of the Clefairy, and they talk back and forth, and then Pikachu goes through a, a, a game of charades to yes. tell to oh, tell the people. Oh,
1: yes. So, so I, I I wrote about this because Ash ash is like oh of course i can translate for pikachu um and so this is the first time we find out that apparently he can translate for pikachu but apparently he knows jack shit because ash is a complete yeah. inept idiot um and and so he, they end
0: up going through this charades game where pikachu like holds up the 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 correct symbol in japan it's a circle like yes you got it right where he, he's like oh sounds like sounds like hey or something or, or sounds like hair prayer Oh, they're praying to the Moonstone. They worship it. And he's like, woo! He got it both Yeah, right. yeah. It's a full
1: game of charades. Yeah. Uh, which Ash apparently fails at too because everybody else is the one guessing it right. Yeah, so, so
0: they find out that the Clefairy pray to the Moonstone. And, and then
1: Team Rocket shows up and they attack using Ekinson and Coffin. But a, but what they end up doing is is essentially distracting them uh, with a smoke screen and Dig to
0: steal the Moonstone. I thought it was funny that, that in this scene Coffin actually beats Onyx by doing like a tackle attack. Like, knocks Onyx down while,
1: while yeah. Ekans is digging. Well, okay, in the game, Coffin is a poison type Pokemon that you don't uh, encounter
0: until way later in the game. I just thought it was funny because Onyx is this big like I said, is this big, giant, massive rock snake. In the world of Pokemon, nothing makes Size sense. doesn't so matter. That's... So, they actually succeed for a moment. They're like, oh my god, we got it! We got yeah. this giant rock and, and they're like sliding sli- down the hill. Yeah, they're
1: sliding down the mountain and then uh, Brock, he sends Onyx to go catch them up and, and Onyx, he just burrows underground like a gopher yeah. um, or, or a snake or whatever. And he burrows underground and he busts up, destroys the sled, knocks the Moonstone into the air. Yeah, and then um, and
0: then this is when Seymour is talking to the Clefairy and he's well, saying... It, this is
1: actually where Coffin actually beats Onyx.
0: Oh, that's where it is? Okay, yeah. so while that's happening, uh, Seymour is talking to the Clefairy and saying, hey... You guys have a responsibility. You worship this thing. It's sacred to you, right? You need to go get it back. And so then
1: all of a sudden where the moonstone lands, all the Clefairy
0: pop sh- out of the they hole. They pop
1: out of the hole, like out of nowhere, and they start using Metronome, which in the game it, it casts a random ability, except for struggle, and <laughs> they cast a random ability, and they can use anything. I don't know what ability it is that they that they get, but it ends up blowing up Everything. I want to say that it was
0: probably self destruct or something. Yeah, it was
1: probably self destruct from like a Voltorb and an Electro because they end up blowing everything up, including like, the Moonstone. Yeah, they blow it to bits. So they they blow it up, and then the the Clefairy they grab all the pieces and they reform it.
0: No, no. So like, like they
1: pile it on together. Like, so like as a big the kind
0: of as the Moonstone explodes, a big giant oh, right. boulder. Oh, it starts it starts that. raining down essentially Moonstone flakes. And some of them touch the Clefairy, and when they touch the Clefairy, they evolve into Clefable, which is, you know, the evolved form. And then, yeah, they pick up all the pieces and they form a, a moonstone again, but it's basically just a big pile of the flakes. Yeah. And... Yeah, so then they all they all evolve, and then Seymour decides to
1: stay with them so he can, quote, go to space. Yeah, he and thinks like,
0: that the Clefairy are going to take him to space.
1: I All I can think of is... I hope this guy just dies of starvation, because yeah. he's really useless to society. He does nothing. Yeah, what, he, what um, is he a
0: scientist of? Conspiracy theories?
1: Um, yeah, no, he's he's a scientist for the Alex Jones Report.
0: Yeah. John. My name's
1: Seymour. Seymour the scientist. So this
0: episode ends with um, them coming up to a sign that's pointing them in the direction of Cerulean City, right? And then I think it's one of them says, maybe it's Brock says, that people normally write, or maybe Ash says, people write notes Kids write notes to each other yeah, on the signs.
1: Ash, Ash says that, and then Brock comes up and reads it, and then Ash looks at it, and the, the the sign says, "Gary was here. Ash is a loser." So now Ash is all pissed off, and they run He's up. Like, to, yeah, they run up to Cerulean City.
0: Yeah, and then, so that's the end of episode six. Uh, poke wrap starts over because it's only a five episode run.
1: And I love the poke Rap. I don't care. <laughs> so screw okay. you, Sean. Poke wrap for, right. for life.
0: So. Like I said, I did. I liked this show when I was younger, and I had rose-colored glasses, and they were shattered. And let me tell you why. I did not like this show because I realized, and this I think is this is something that happens with a lot of um, dub shows, shows from Japan or shows from really anywhere that are dubbed. You already have the product. It is a super lazy way to do things. You already have the product, and you have to do very little to get that product to true to an American audience. Everything's already animated. So it's like the least amount of effort possible to just match up the voice, the voices to the uh, to the characters. And the original animation. And the, the original animation. That leads to a lot of weird things because you're matching up. Not that the animation is super detailed. You're matching up. American voices to Japanese mouth movements, so the syntax is all weird because yeah, and because al-
1: the verbage and and, and uh, vocabulary and everything else. The way that that the language is structured is different. Yeah, and and, okay. it, and it leads that makes sense, and
0: it leads to a lot of like weird things where the guy's mouth is open. He was probably saying something in Japanese, but then the the American dubbers just end up going like or, or something. It's just like yeah. you have a you have a product that's already 98% done and you just have to finish it for the American audience. Yeah. So, I don't know, it just to me it seems super lazy. The stories were the stories to me were really silly. I mean, the fact that there's 985 episodes 930 930 episodes and 150 episodes just essentially in what's... 157 157 episodes and <laughs> what's essentially season 1 that covers the first game, the the, the uh, Kanto, Kanto region, the Kanto yeah. region, which is the first game. The yeah, and then Orange Isles are next. And yeah. that just to me, that is so much filler. It's it's a it's essentially to me, it's the it's the Dragon Ball Z problem where there's just there's so well, many episodes you know, that covers
1: so little. That's not just Dragon Ball Z. There's a lot of shows like oh. Naruto and Bleach and a bunch yeah. of these shows. They have like they might do a ten episode run of a flashback. Yeah, and... For and no reason other than, like, we just want to fill
0: out episodes to finish the season. Yeah,
1: and that's the thing, is that... Pokemon doesn't have a whole lot of those, like, we're going to spend ten episodes doing a flashback.
0: But they'll but have th- an entire episode where nothing happens. And then they'll have another episode where nothing happens. And then they'll have another episode where, like, something happens, but then a whole lot of nothing happens. But
1: it's mostly just, like, group hijinks is what
0: it is. Yeah, and and that's what... I, that's, what <laughs> that's why I say that the show... It doesn't as,
1: need to go anywhere. Though. No, I as, mean, as
0: I as I get older, I guess the whole purpose is just to entertain, but like it to me it doesn't challenge anything. The 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 bad guys are inept. There's never any real danger. They show up every time and they they basically by the by the fourth or fifth time they show up they're not a threat anymore, they're just a nuisance. It's like, oh my god, these fucking guys again. Like, can you not give me your spiel? Yeah, can you yeah. just shut up and can we get to the battle where you go flying off into space because I'm tired of you there's already. There's never a time when the
1: bad guys win. There's never a time Not when at, least, at least
0: not for the entire episode. They might win for a little bit and then they get beat later. No, no, but
1: I mean like in total, like within the series. like Yeah. Yeah. And, there is, and... There's not a whole lot of like well, it's this whole symptom that started to creep in, like at the at the late nineties, like early two thousands, in which there's really no
0: conflict. I mean, I guess um, that makes sense in the in the sense of the game if they're trying to mirror the game because Team Rocket is a very ineffective criminal organization that employs people that only use Rotatas and Ekans and stuff, and they get their ass kicked by the player character who's like a ten year old. So, as, well, to be fair, if you're playing the game, like
1: you're probably like cooking the books, like. A little bit and and you're you're owning like you probably ended up down in the water like surfing up and down the coast to get a missing go to like glitch
0: out some rare candies um but but even then to me to me the plot lines are stupid the characters are idiotic and really confusing too like sometimes yeah yeah the you know you've got you've got 10 year olds who act like two year olds but then they act like 20 year olds and then you've got Confusing character motivations. You've got confusing messages that you know aptitude doesn't matter. You just got to try your hardest, and like that's yeah, just bang your head against the wall, and eventually you'll make a hole, either in the wall or your head, one or the other. But at the same time,
1: then they discuss like how important it is to like understand the nuance, and it, you yeah. know, I
0: mean, I just don't
1: overall. I, I get a lot of that. I didn't hate it. I mean, I didn't dislike it as much as you did, and yeah. I, and and I think the reason why is. Like especially for, for my kid, the the episodes are at least for me easier to watch than some of the current stuff for kids. The colors are bright and shiny. <laughs> the characters are reoccurring, and uh, and there's like an ongoing story. Yeah. Um, the the Pokemon are redi- are readily um, accessible and recognizable, and and a lot of the 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 issues that you're being critical of, most kids today they don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't care. I, I mean, I'm did probably. You- when you were a kid, you didn't care.
0: No, because um, I was playing the game, and that's why that's why I said earlier is so, that when I, I was watching this show, all I really wanted to do was play the game. I was like, you know what, this is silly. I just want to well, play the game. Like, and,
1: and I agree. Like, this show's not. It's not good. Um, but it's not. It's. I, I personally, I don't think it's nearly as terrible as as Sean thought it is. I still agree that that watching it just makes you want to go back and play the game that you grew up with, like as a little kid or as a teenager or whatever. Whenever you um, played it, yeah. Whenever you played it.
0: And if you didn't play it, you know the game. It, it's still accessible. It, you can it, pick up. You can pick up. Uh, you know, I, I checked on. My, I have a 3ds, and that's where I play the my Pokemon X. If you if you want to go the legit route, you can grab. If you have a 3ds or a, or a 2ds or whatever. Um, you can go and download it. They have the virtual systems, and you can da- you can download. It. It's like ten bucks to buy or red, could, blue, or or yellow. Or you could be like
1: me and have the actual cartridges at home in his desk. Yeah, that uh, too. With it, with an actual original Game Boy, and play them at home if you're that nerdy. But I, yeah. I don't, I don't know how many of you have original Game Boys at
0: home. Yeah. So, so I mean, I guess I guess in terms of in terms of just for kids, I I would assume that it's still viable for kids today because it's still on, isn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's still, still on. playing. Yeah, there and there's still episodes that that um that temporar- There are episodes that have been temporarily banned as, as the show's gone on. So like there was a, a an episode called uh, Tower of Terror that was uh, temporarily removed because of the Twin name Tower. Tower of Terror. It was post nine eleven. There's and then there
0: tenta- was a there's Tentacool and Tentacruel where there the, was a giant Tentacruel that like knocked down buildings. Yeah, they destroyed the city and, and that's, then it, that's and then in
1: it flooded the, the city so it was also banned after Hurricane yeah, and Katrina. and that's in that's
0: in the opening um, credits too. That's the Tentacruel that like na- smashes the building. That's in the opening credits. Yeah, and it, so is the so is the scene from the the other band episode with the toros with the with the guns. It's the episode where Misty Brock and yeah. Ash are pulling the Gyarados Some out of the water. Some things don't make sense
1: continuity wise because the show has been pulled, but there are other episodes that that got pulled temporarily for different reasons. We we don't need to go into that, yeah. but but we may do more Pokemon at another time. Yeah. We are going to do a Pokemon um, episode where we play the game.
0: Yeah,
1: I think, um, and the next episode that we're going to do that is on. Um, that's on a show is going to be the um, Back to the Future animated show.
0: Yeah, if you don't remember, there was an actual Back to the Future cartoon. You can was, look it up. There was one season. Yeah. Um, and this was a show that I actually watched when I was a kid. I, remember I did too. The, I remember the theme song. Uh, it was very colorful and... And, uh, and we'll be
1: covering it next time. Yeah.
0: So so I hope you've enjoyed this trip down memory lane when talking about Pokemon. Um, I hope you uh, found it entertaining as well as informative. And uh, until next time, when we do Back to the Future, this has been Sean. And I'm Chris. And this has been your childhood remaster. We will see you next time. Electro, Mankey, King Dragonite, Polyrath,